Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Wednesday. Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider is in the studio today. Might be a little bit different show than you're thinking. Uh, we're actually going to focus today on beet harvest safety. Yeah, you're wondering what the heck is the sheriff doing in here talking about this, but we'll find out, okay? Your show today, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties now if you want uh, some really good snow removal done around your house this winter. All right, get a hold of Executive Properties. If you have any questions or comments for uh, Sheriff Andy Schneider or myself, our phone number is 701-213-0863. Uh, you can either call in or text, all right? 701-213-0863. And before we get the show rolling, let's do it. It's time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. What do you get when you cross a farmer and some trendy headphones? What do you get when you cross a farmer and some trendy headphones? Beats by Dre. <laughs> Hey, I got a half a thumb up there uh, from Dale, the producer. Uh, anyway, Sheriff Schneider, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. You know, every time uh, you come here, uh, are, are you ever in a bad mood? You know, I try not to be. It doesn't. Well, I know you got to keep a good face on, yeah. you know, for everybody. But um, I don't know if I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Or you're a really good actor. <laughs> but um, that's okay. I mean, that things that means things must be going okay. Yeah, we're staying busy. You know, everything's I believe going in the right direction. And good. there's always there's always projects, challenges. Uh, plenty of people out help serve and. And uh, plenty of stuff going on at home, too. So, yep. Yeah. Um, I didn't see you last week at the mayor's back to badge ride. Um, I don't, was that even for sheriffs? I mean, I'm imagining yeah. it yeah. was. So but we're, um, we're invited every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we, you know, we like to attend. We, we were able to get our, uh, our ranger out there. Oh, that's that right. Actually, yep. was uh, helped the funding helped uh, from this, from the back to badge. Mm-hmm. That helped purchase that. So it's wow. pretty important for us to get that out yeah, there. Yeah, no so, kidding. Pretty awesome deal. But yeah, between some prior work commitments and the commitment with uh, the children and mm-hmm. coaching them, sure, it, it was just, it didn't work this year. Yeah, so okay. Hopefully next year we'll be out there again. It's just good to see the people from around here coming out and showing their support. Like, yeah. I think we are very good at doing that around here. Right. Uh, you mentioned uh, coaching and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a team at home. Yeah. Um, how many kids now? Five. Okay, five, and, yeah. and, and fall sports kicking in. Yeah, oh yeah, no, full swing. Full oh, swing. Okay, oh, yeah. so are middle. They, how old are they, and are they all involved in a sport right now? Yeah, so right now we have five in football. Wow. Yeah, every level. Uh, <laughs> okay. Flag, rookie tackle, tackle, middle school, and high school. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's very uh, enjoyable. You don't get much time off. Well, yeah, usually usually not. Yeah. Okay, what high school? Uh, Central. All right, yeah. I like to hear that. Yeah, Cushman Classic finally went in our favor. Well, I know. So. You know, and um, I was at, of course, I was at the racetrack. It was the last yeah. night of the year, and I'm watching it, and, and I'm trying to get updates on it, and I'm thinking, okay, Red River's going to crush them. Oh. They always seem like they do. Yeah. And when I saw that score, I about pooped. And, you know, and, and it... 
they beat them pretty handily. Yeah, you know they uh, Red River did score a touchdown with no time on the clock. Mm-hmm. Central was done. Uh, they were already planning to run on the field, and they they let in a you know a yep. light one. But uh, no, it was good uh, good to see them win. You know the first first drive for Central, fourth down they go to punt, and uh, the snapper botches botches the uh the snap and fumbled by the the punter and red river pounces on we're like here we go again oh boy but they recovered yeah you know and they they did very well so that's awesome uh, you did mention the races Mm -hmm. so i need to put this out on the record uh as you're well aware myself and mr dobmeyer had a competition last last year during the fish fry yep and i beat him by like two like (laughs) or four like it was pathetic Uh but (laughs) it won me the right to drive that race car well as you're well aware, we didn't show up out there this year. I, yeah. He had that horrible accident, mm-hmm. kind of threw things into a bind, uh, you know, threw him off track for a while. And then he got back down, and, and it was very important for him to get down to Houston and keep mm-hmm. doing his deal down there. Uh, I have been in touch with him. Uh, we tried. We couldn't make it happen this year, but we will. it will happen. We're, we're going to pull it off, and, you know, maybe it'll be the intro next year. Who knows? But it, it, we didn't forget about it. It wasn't a hoax. We're still both on board, and uh, we're going to follow through for the community. I can't wait. Uh, so. I can't wait to, to see that. I, I yeah. think that's going to be incredible. You know, and, and this is a funny thing. Um, the last two people uh, that I talked to wrapping up my season at River City Speedway this year uh, were a couple of your deputies. Yeah. And, and I always make sure to stop by. And, and these dudes are so friendly all the time. Yeah. And, and I always... Make sure I tell them, you know, that how much we appreciate them and keep up the good work and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, come to think of it, they're probably two of the last guys I talk to every single night when I walk out of there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of a good feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice to know that these guys are out there. It really is. You Um, know, a quick, just quick, then we'll get back mm -hmm. on track here. But, you know, I've been I've been with the office for 18 years uh, as a deputy and now in my current position. But. Even 18 years ago and prior to that, you couldn't have less than four guys working the races. Mm. Uh, just the atmosphere, right? Yep, like a yep. little rowdy, maybe oh, sure. too much beers, plenty of brawls or drunkenness, whatever. And now, as you've noticed, we're down to two or three deputies yeah. out there because it's family friendly. The guys running that track out there have done a fantastic job. Absolutely. They're, get, they're getting families to come out. Their, their food is family friendly. The mm-hmm. atmosphere is, you know, it's just... You know, no smoking. There's a family only, no beer section, yep. and it, they've done a fantastic job. and And I think you can correlate, or you can see that with the amount of security that's now required. Out absolutely, there, so. absolutely. They will give a little round of applause to River City Speedway and the whole crew out there. Um, and and you know, you kind of nailed it there. Um, <laughs> I do get the texts and messages up in the booth all the time. Yeah. And about the worst thing I have seen in the last couple of years is. Hey, there's somebody vaping over here down right. in this section. Yeah. And so what I'll do, I mean, you've probably heard me do it before, too. Hey, um, if you're vaping down there, I can see you from up here. I think it's better that I tell you to put that thing out than if the whole crowd sees the sheriff walk up to you and say, put that out or you have to leave. I, I, I just said, you know, what? I'm just yeah. saving you some embarrassment right. here. And, you know, a lot of people at first they get PO'd at you. Right. And then when you say, I'm just saving you some embarrassment here, then they kind of go, Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you. you know, it takes you two minutes to walk out there and yeah. vape away. You yeah. know? And I appreciate that those are the problems we deal with at the yeah. racetrack. Yeah. That I is, mean, that that's is not good. bad at all. Right. Not bad at all. Um, so do you know Chad? You got kids playing youth football. Uh, do you know Chad Hoff? 
He's yeah. the the other announcer at the racetrack, the trackside okay, guy. Okay, yeah, I think I've I've ran into his kid out there. Okay, because I, I, I know I've he coaches him. too and, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. okay, all right, um, boy, I tell you what, when we were talking about uh, just uh, some news that's been going on lately, and I know it doesn't have anything to do with Grand Forks County, but when we were at the uh, at the back to badge ride, yeah, um, I know what the life flight choppers are, and and mm-hmm. they kind of fly over, and I'm like, okay. Oh boy, there's another one. Oh, and there's another one. Right. Well, I'm surrounded by law enforcement, so I'm just like, uh, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Well, well, you'll hear about it tomorrow. It's like, yeah. come on, man, off the record. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything. What's going? And then yeah. I found out, yeah. and and horrible news. Right. Uh, but then again, it was already on the air. Within by the time we right. got out of there, it had already been printed. But um, horrible yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, we were directly involved with that. Okay. So you know, Nelson County, I think they got four or five deputies. Right? Yeah. So we, we put out, or they put out the page request for all mutual aid possible. They, they figured 40 injured, they all need to be transported. Wow. Uh, so I got on the radio, we started coordinating, sending guys out there. You know, we sent as many, I think we sent 10 or 12 deputies wow. out there. okay. Uh, we were working with Northwood bus, which I didn't know Northwood was involved at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knew who it was. Sure. Well, well some people did, right? Okay. Family, oh, yeah. the school yeah. found out right away. Uh, the chief in Northwood didn't even know. Uh, and he responded. Wow. You know? But wow. Uh, yeah, we were working with city bus here to get a bus out there to transport people. And, and you know, it's it's like that that really showed that training it, for mass mm-hmm. incidents really paid off. I mean, Altrude knocked it out of the park. No, they did. Uh, their paramedics, they, had, they lucked out and had a paramedic that was on his way to Laramore to ref a basketball game. Oh. When they got the all hands on deck text request. And so he was the first paramedic on scene. Well, what better than a full-time paramedic yeah, no kidding. to get there and start triaging? Like, yeah, yeah. The stars aligned. Uh, it was far enough, not like you want an accident to be far away from mm-hmm. the hospital, but it was far enough away where it allowed Altru to prep. Yeah, right? yeah. Like if that, I mean, if that would have happened on 32nd Avenue and Wash, oh boy, there would no. have been, in all true, there, there would have been things flying. It would have been right? mayhem. Yeah, so they had time to get people back in, get set up. Like, they nailed it. So. And, and I even heard, and, and I, I might be wrong here, but I even heard that they had exits or entrances blocked off and everything awaiting these ambulances coming yeah. in. So, I mean, like you said, they had the time. They were prepped. And, and you know, when you guys do train for these things, um, how many people you think go, oh, really? You think they're going to ever come up with a bus accident? And that? Yeah. Absolutely. Look what happens right. and look at what training did because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't hear one bad thing about it. I mean, it, yeah. it could have been a way worse situation than yeah. it turned out to be. Very fortunate that, uh, you know, you never like to see anybody lose their life. No, right? no. But so fortunate that all of the kids, you know, are, are going to make it through it. So a um, couple of crop duster crashes in the last oh, week or so, too. Yeah. I mean, a dangerous job mm-hmm. uh, to get into. But um, I guess it kind of comes with the territory. Uh, I feel I, I know guys that have lost their lives yeah. flying crop duster yeah, planes. So, um, any new news you want to share before we get into the beet harvest thing here? You know, I guess not, not really. You okay. know, we, I think we kind of touched some of the hot topics recently. So, all right. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of people, and again, when we're talking about beet harvest safety here and, and it's like, well, why do you have the sheriff on? And, um, I'd kind of forgotten about this until we talked last week and I go, Hey, I'm looking for somebody. And you're like, well, I drive beat truck and you do yeah. too. So yeah, yeah that was well, perfect. Right. It, it's amazing because if you're not from around here, I mean, me being from Thief River Falls is not far away, but there yeah. are no beats in Thief River Falls. There's rocks, but there's yeah. no beats. <laughs> you come here, it's a whole different deal. Um, I mean, I've worked jobs where 
every year guys take vacation right to go work yeah and and you think to yourself how dumb can you be to spend your vacation working but once you get into the beat harvest and you start getting yeah. into it and you get into the rhythm and you get into once you get past the tiredness and and all that it's actually a great job it's a great yeah. way to make money and uh, and it's fun you usually end right. up with a great group of guys but how did you get started in it so i started driving beats well, it was over. It, we're probably about twenty-five years ago. Okay. So one of my one of my best friends, still best friend to this day, uh, his I can't. I think they were married. Uh, his wife, uh, their family were beet farmers, mm-hmm. and they were looking looking for help. Like, well, I mean, I've I've worked for Op Construction, did mm-hmm. all the landscaping, drove all the rigs, whatever. Like, I can drive things. Sure. So yeah, I'll try it. So I drove for them for two years, and then you know, life happened, college and whatever. I, I kind of quit. Well, this last one was kind of unique where uh, one of our deputies actually lives out in the country and got to know their neighbor in mm-hmm. the country, a farmer, and and uh, they started looking for help. And, you know, this this was, geez, I think we're probably looking at 10, 11 years now ago. And I said, hey, I I mean, I, I've driven beat truck in the past. I, mm-hmm. I'll do it if I can get the time off or whatever. And they're just such a fantastic group of guys there no pressure no stress yep, it, yeah it's not get to the piler and dump it's mm-hmm. hey, take your time be safe whatever you're comfortable with and uh you know be truck i'm sure people are wondering how do i have time to do it well i i really don't right yeah, but it's... i but i make the time because <laughs> yep it's and you can attest to this too it's such a fulfilling task mm-hmm. like you're accomplishing things you're help and you know you're helping somebody else do what they need to do and it's i i really enjoy it and I don't take two weeks off, right? Uh, I'm in the office almost yeah, every single morning. I hear you. 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, 8, 8.30. Uh, the first couple days, right? Or day one, anybody that's worked overnights or late into the night knows this, that day one, the next morning, you're fine. You're going to get yep. up. Yep. Day two, you're going to struggle. Day three is probably the worst. Mm-hmm. And then, then you just go. Yeah, then you're, After you're, that, just it's, on, you're on cruise control. Yep. And, yep. and another thing people don't realize, okay, like now for me, Andy, what I do is I come in here, I'm here about seven o'clock in the morning. Um, I Monday through Thursday, and I might change that a little this year. I'll, I'll jump in the truck at two yep. and go to midnight again. Like you said, these guys, they'll bend over for you, man. And yep. you know, normally you would go noon to midnight. Yeah. I'll jump in at two and go to midnight and then Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'll do noon to midnight. But what people don't realize, it's like um, working at the racetrack. It's like calling a hockey game, and it's probably like being the sheriff. When you get done after that 12-hour shift, 10-hour shift, you're wound up. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're tired, yeah. but you can't just go to bed. Right. You know, you could do that, but then you're looking at your clock every 15 yeah. minutes. But um, And then by, like, yeah, day four, day five, you're kind of like a zombie. Yeah. People here in the studio just know, just don't even talk to them right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won't remember, but... It helps, um, you know. I, I'm not. I'll, I'll name drop. I, I, I'm with AgriMac Farms. Todd Mac. Um, you got the Mac boys. Everybody there pretty much works at River City Speedway. Yeah. So these are all my friends oh, anyway. Cool. And and it's just down the highway from my house. So it, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. Um, do you drive a, a regular truck? Are you at a semi or I, what do you drive? I'm in a big rig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I drive I, one of the semis. So I was driving triaxle and. They after I think I think I drove triaxle for two years, one or two, I can't remember. But they asked me if I'd do a semi and I said, ah, I don't know. And they said, Well, how about I mean, try it. It's mm-hmm. it's easier. I'm like, how is a semi easier? And I won't I won't 
I won't go back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. I love I love driving semi. It's so fun. It, it and it and it is easier, really. I mean, don't say that too loud. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, it, it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. Um. What I what I mean easier is okay. When you if you've never been behind and inside uh, Crystal Sugar, um, behind the fences and yeah. seen this unbelievable mayhem going on, all controlled mayhem going on. Mm-hmm. But when you come off the piler and they drop the dirt in, you know, yep. you watch the, the tandems and the triaxles. Oh, yeah. They got to do a couple of moves to get that U-turn, you know, to four leg and finally turn around and get out of there. That's semi huh? Now you can yep. crank that thing on a dime. There's yep. no, you don't hardly ever have to use a reverse. Yeah, when you're in I, a usually, semi. I usually back, well, depending on how far they wave you forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I maybe back up five feet. And crank it and out of there. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. And if they if the triaxles forget to pick their tags up, oh, well, yeah. that's really a struggle. You, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, still not quite sure. Uh, I think we're going to start on the first. I know we're some guys have got a couple of early days coming up, but um, usually we're in and out of there not too long a time. But gee, what was it? Two years ago, we didn't start till the middle of October because of heat. Yeah, there's been some struggles. Yeah, and yep. then you know normally. Um, a lot of these farmers, uh, they'll throw a little party at the end of the harvest, you know, yeah. and they'll take you out for supper and drinks. Well, we were flirting with deer hunting time by then, <laughs> yeah. and so we never got to do it. But um, I tell you what, it, it, it's so much fun. Um, and, and people, if you don't think you can do it, um, try. You know, I've, I've had how many people say, because I know we're still looking for one more guy. Yeah. Well, are they automatics? It's like, well, no, but you don't really use a clutch except the start and stop. That's right. about it. You know, right. they're... If you've got any hand-eye coordination at all, yeah, uh, it, it's not that tough to do. And maybe it's just that people didn't grow up in my era because we yeah. all learned. I mean, I learned how to drive with an, on a three and a tree, you know, or whatever. Right. But um, so one thing people don't realize, and these are huge numbers, and a lot of people are going to think I'm pulling these numbers out of somewhere. But um, on a busy day, 50,000 trucks, truckloads a day going in between the 38 different piling sites in the area, 50,000 loads a day. That's a lot of trucks, man. That's a lot of miles. Oh, boy. Yeah. And do you guys, do you change anything up with the sheriff's department? Is it just business as usual? Oh, no, or? It's, it's not business as usual. No, as you can imagine. I mean, even with pre-pile, we've already getting, we're already getting calls. And typically what we hear is uh, beat truck speeding, uh, mud on the roadway, or uh, not yielding on coming cars, right? And... You know, the, the speeding, sure, there's some guys that might be going a little quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, if somebody's not quite sure how to shift, you know, or they're not throwing it in, in high gear and they're, they're motoring down the highway, you can, you can hear an engine just roaring and they go by and they're going 58, yeah. 60 in a 55 and you think they're going 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big chunk of metal and a lot of sugar in the back end moving down the highway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we do we do control that. You know, we our main area, our main issue, I should say, is the Reynolds Piler. Sure. Right? It's in the corner of our county. Mm-hmm. Two paved roads right into it. And uh, so we'll we'll spend some extra time there. So we'll trail county on, we share the Eagle Ave Highway. But uh, we'll respond to that. Uh, the other thing is, you know, people, and it's easy to say, but you just got to be a little more patient. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, these guys... They're not trying to do anything reckless or negligent for the most part. Right. right? There are some idiots that drive just sure like any are. profession. There's some bad apples. Just out like there. they are in a regular car. Some rotten rotten sugar beets in, yeah, in, yeah. in the group, right? <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, for the most part, like you could you could literally sit 
and never get out of a field on most county highways, paved roads. Mm-hmm. If you waited till you had enough room to get up to speed. Oh, like absolutely. You're, I, I've looked a few times. It usually takes me fully loaded just about a mile and a half yeah, it, to get up to 55 me. miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not, I mean, I, I drive a, a, a an automatic. Yep. It's, it's still clutch and whatnot, but it auto sure. shifts for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I'm fully loaded, I'm usually shifting that myself, right? right? So guys that know how to shift them, that's, I mean, I'm up to speed a mile and a half. Imagine the people that are, you know, just doing it for the first year or whatever. They're probably taking two and a half miles to drive mm-hmm. to try to get up that speed. Yeah. If we waited a mile and a half for two and a half miles of space, you'd never leave the field. Yeah. Right. You're so, right. So, like, you just gotta, people just gotta be patient, slow down a little bit. Um, you'll have time to pass. You know, you'll typically have time to pass. Just be careful. Uh, and, and, you know, if we get any moisture, rain, oh boy, yeah. uh, just, just be careful on the roads. They get slippery. Farmers do their best to scrape them, but they do it. It's impossible to get it all off. And, and, you know, with, uh, the guys I drive for, um, a lot of the times there's more than one exit or entrance into a field. And, uh, there are times actually where we could take one exit to get way out of there quicker and easier to get to the beet plant, but we're going directly onto the highway. And yeah. if there is any mud at all, He'll say, no, you go back yeah. around, take this mile road down because you don't want all that mud on the highway. And, and again, I mean, I grew up farming north of Thief River Falls. And, and if you came out of the field and you tracked a bunch of mud on the highway, Pennington County Sheriff was going to be knocking on your door yeah. saying, uh, boys, I think you left a little mess up there. You right. ought to go get the tractor and take care of that stuff. And, yeah. and we do. Um, a lot more to talk about. Uh, Sheriff Andy Schneider is in the studio. I want to talk a little bit first about uh, Moe's Cafe here in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, today, by the way, if you're uh, looking for some something good, they got the pulled chicken mole sandwich. Yeah, it's slow-roasted chicken, pulled apart and mixed with a rich Mexican mole sauce, served with cabbage slaw and a toasted biroshi bun, uh, crispy fries, just 11 bucks. You know what? If the uh, pulled chicken mole sandwich doesn't tickle your fancy, go check out anything else on their menu. Not your everyday normal food. It is good stuff. Check it out. So you're going to love it. It's uh, Moe's Cafe right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Great place to eat. Sheriff uh, Andy Schneider. In the studio with us, we're talking about beet harvest safety. A lot of people uh, back in the day, and, and like you said, you've never heard of this, but I know there are people that assume beet truck harvest or beet truck drivers uh, get paid by the load. We don't get paid by the load. That, that's just ridiculous. For one thing, um, these trucks we're driving are not cheap. They're expensive. If you're going to go beat the crap out of them trying to get that extra load or two in and your shift, farmers don't like having repair bills at the end right. of the season or during the season either. So, there's no such thing as that. I mean, yeah, maybe you might have a little little thing going on with the guy driving by or whatever, and, and, and oh, I'm going to get one more load than you, but it's not that yeah. way. Um, when I'm in that truck, and I know you're the same way, I just want to get home at the end of the night. Yeah. I want to get my job done. I'm not going to do anything stupid. I've had people pull out on me after that mile and a quarter when I finally got up the speed, and all of a sudden you see the guy coming, and it's like, no, 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 come on, no, no, no. Yeah. And they pull out in front of you, and it's another beat truck. Yeah. Where I've almost had to ride twenty plus tons into the ditch, mm-hmm. and that's the last thing we want. We're, we're right. I, I think we're more careful than most people are. Yeah, we, you know, same same shoes as you. I've had beat trucks pull out in front of me, or uh, they're not cleaning off their their lights, mm-hmm. and you can't see they're turning. And uh, all of a sudden, you're at the back end of another truck, and that is some risky business. Another thing that's happened, you know, a few times, which is really frustrating, is. 
those drivers, uh, vehicles, standard vehicles, they are upset that you pulled out and now you're yeah. on the speed limit and they'll get in front of you and then brake check you when you're fully oh, yeah. loaded. That yeah. is not a smart move because you're, you're not slowing that thing down. No. Um, and you know, you know, talking about trying to get extra loads, the only way that ever happens is if you actually figure out when you're at the piler, which line has less, mm. less and your buddy picks the one that has more or one of the lines breaks down, piler breaks yeah. down. Yeah. You know, average trips we talked about, and it depends on, you know, your distance from the field. Mm-hmm. Well, most, if our furthest run is, let's just say 12 miles from the piler, if we're yep. lucky in North Dakota, you know, every trip's taking you about an hour. Sure. Yep. You know, if, if, if we're within a mile or two of the field, every trip's still taking a half an hour. Mm-hmm. You're not, it is, it is so hard to get extra loads it is. in a trip. It's not even worth yeah. the hassle. I mean, maybe, like you said, maybe there is an issue with the piler and a truck in front of you broke down and you got to wait for you can turn around and get out of there and find a different one. Maybe yep. you have to stop for fuel. Maybe you have to stop to get some food or something. But, you know, it's funny because, um, like, the guys I drive for, um, I can act. They don't care if somebody rides with you. Yep. Uh, I spent my 20th wedding anniversary in the truck my wife i picked her up at stouse field and um <laughs> she had a picnic lunch uh, and and she pulls out these two sippy wine glasses where you couldn't spill and i'm like what in the world are those for you know she goes for this and she pulls out this big bottle of wine and i'm like we cannot <laughs> read yeah. it it was just grape juice oh, you know awesome. but it was still really yeah. cool and we got to spend our anniversary yeah. doing that and, and so these guys and and I tell you what, if, if, like we said earlier, if you've never been in the in the at the beat plant and you go back there as a as a just a rider, it, it's pretty cool. Um, I live right at the intersection of Business Two and Highway Two, so I'm Beat Truck Alley right there. Yep. What are your thoughts? And and do you the guys you drive for? Do they say anything about using your air your Jake brakes or your engine brakes? You know, it that really doesn't come up for us. We're just all dri- driving all rural, mm-hmm. right? Like we're not we're not going through the city or anything like that. Um, no, they don't they don't really say anything about it. And do you use it? I will. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, periodically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not a lot. See, at my house, the few times uh, anybody uses a Jake brake, there will be times that I'm out maybe checking the mail or something. Yeah, it's always somebody like twenty, twenty one yeah. with a big grin on their face, like. <laughs> this is so cool, and they do sound pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, they do. Yeah. We got it. We got to admit that. Um, okay. Uh, another thing, people ask me if I say, you know, you should try it. Well, I don't have a CDL. Uh, well, there's people that think it's ridiculous yeah. that they're letting people like me get in a semi and haul twenty plus tons of beats around without a CDL. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Now, um, if if you had to have a CDL. These beets wouldn't get harvested. Nope. There's just no way in heck. There's right. not enough trained guys. There's not enough CDL drivers. It would never get done. It wouldn't. Yeah. It's and you know that's why there's the you know the exception for farmers. Like how else are they going to get their crops to the field mm-hmm. or crops to the uh, you know to the producer? So you gotta you gotta get them to get it get it to the grain. You know the the granaries or you gotta get beets to mm-hmm. the pilers or or to the warehouses and. If you don't have the drivers, uh, America's going to go hungry. Yeah. And I know everybody likes a little sugar on their Cheerios. Oh, absolutely. And it's all, most of it's coming from right here. Have you ever yeah. had any um, really cool sightings? Because, um, I mean, I know we can talk about close calls and stuff at a beat truck, but one cool thing about especially driving at night is you see some things out in those fields in the middle of the night yeah. that are that will surprise you. Yeah. Uh, have you had any of those? Nothing, nothing really crazy. I mean, nothing more 
unique than I've seen on night shift. Mm-hmm. But no, it's really nice, you know, just being out there in nature, like sunrises, sunsets. I grew up in the country and now yep. I live in town and love to get back out into the country. Everybody's got a nice place for sale. Give me a call. Yeah. But, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just being out there is just, it is fun. It is a good time and it helps. I think it, it's just real, like, it's a good time to decompress. Right? Oh, it is. It and, is. You know, it, it's not like, like I said earlier, I'm not, don't worry, people, I'm not running away from work. Like, mm. I'm still on the phone, yep. right, hands-free, Yep. but I'm still taking calls. These farmers are fantastic. If I have meetings, I'll have at least one commission meeting. Uh, you know, if I got to go to kids' games or I got other work meetings or whatever, they tell me to park the truck, go ahead, no big deal, I'm back in hour, two hours, Truck whatever. will be there when you get back. Yeah, super easy to work with. So that's, you know, if, if it wasn't for them being will, that willing to work with me on things, I, I wouldn't be driving. Right. So. Um, I do want to mention, uh, I did have a pretty cool uh, thing happen to me one night, um, you know, because you'll see mice running in front of you. Yeah. You know, and um, and... Other animals get smart with this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen owls. I've seen hawks. You know, they'll just wait, and right. they'll wait for you to kick. I actually had a coyote following me up and down the rows one time, really? waiting for mice to come flying out of there, and he'd pounce on them and chew it up quick, and then he'd be <laughs> right back there again. And it's like, dude, That's where did awesome. you learn this? Yeah. I mean, d- did your mom coyote teach you how to do that? I, I think yeah. that's pretty neat. Yeah, a lot of wildlife. Yeah. So if if you're new to the area, Sheriff, and, and it's beet harvest, and you're not, I mean, some people have never been on the roads with beet trucks. What do yeah. you say to them? I mean, for a rule of thumb, for starts, because you'll get used to it. If you're going to stay around mm-hmm. here, you get used to it. It's part of life. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, people will start to notice as well. I mean, if they are coming across during harvest season, the beet trucks are primarily running the same roads, right? Mm-hmm. You'll see them on South Wash going up, going up to uh, head to Crystal Sugar. You'll see them on South on County Highway 81. Uh, they do, you know, they do stay when it seems like it's condensed, you're going to see it more regional, right? You're going to see it between the pilers, closer to the pilers mm-hmm. in Grand Forks, you know, Demers wash, like I said, gateway even, but, uh, very easy for passenger vehicles to take different routes if they need to. Yeah. If you want to yeah. just avoid it, you don't like it. I mean, do beats fall off of trucks? Yeah, they do. Yep, they do. Can they damage your car? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, more than a baseball. <laughs> yes, right? yes, they so, do. So, uh, you know, that, that that stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. And if you want to avoid it, just be careful. Give them more room, right? Back up a little bit. Don't ride them. Uh, or take another lane or just take another way. And remember now, uh, there are blind spots, uh, especially when you're driving a big truck or a semi. Uh, some of these corners we make, you can't see every inch. We try to do the best we can. Uh, and again, you mentioned we get any rain, any mud. I tell you what, you drive down business too. If there's any rain during beat season, it's worse than ice. It yeah. is that slippery. I call it beat pus. Yeah, it's, it's worse bad. than slippery. Now, how nice will it be if we can ever get another bridge <laughs> South of Grand Forks. I mean, because I I seem to think, and, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, we've got some streets that are always being worked on. 32nd Avenue, uh, Demers. You you pull into, you know, when you come off of Demers and turn in downtown East Grand Forks, where they still had some of the cobblestones, it, it just gets torn up. And I know a lot of it's from farm trucks and beat trucks, but they don't have any other direction to go. That's going to be, a, I think, a game changer for Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. You know, more more access drives more industry. Yeah, right? well, and, it does. Yeah. And that's what bridges are for. Whether people like it or not, that's what it's for. And, you know, depending on, well, if, if they get a Merrifield bridge through, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Beat Harvest. It would be awesome. Uh, 
and I'm sure people are thinking, really, for for two weeks a year, you want to build a bridge? Well, look at the millions and millions of dollars those two weeks a year oh, boy. make in our community. Like, yeah. I, I know that the other bridges are bringing millions, too, for mm-hmm. people to commute back and forth, but uh, th- that would be pretty significant. And also, uh, when you're Joe Blow, average worker in Grand Forks, and you're on your way to work going down to MERS or Gateway or whatever, and you're all PO'd because you got beat trucks everywhere and you can't get to work on time, yeah. think about that then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, man, I wish you well hey, uh, you during too. Beat Harvest. And, and I'm glad you, you stopped in. I know yeah. uh, you, you've got things to do, too. We um, did some schedule maneuvering. We made it happen. Well, yeah. I sure appreciate yeah. that. And, and that's the thing about you, Sheriff. Um, you know, I mentioned it seems like you're never crabby and uh, i don't think there's been one time where you said no no i i can't come on uh yeah. and if you didn't you found somebody that could and you made it work and we right. we appreciate that yeah well um, hey i appreciate you having me um, for sure be safe hey you too and uh we'll get together as soon as we're done with this harvest thing all right sounds good all right Have a good thank one. you there you go uh grant forks county sheriff andy schneider uh he will be a sheriff and a beat truck driver coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Want to give a shout out to Northwest Tire for bringing you the show today. Uh, you know, for tires, uh, work on your vehicle and more, check out Northwest Tire and Gateway Drive, North Dakota's largest tire dealer. Family owned and operated for over 40 years from big to small Northwest Tire. They do it all. Find all the big name brands, Toyo, Nakian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call them up, 701-780-8473 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive and Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. Well, tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway, we talk with John Sice Memorial winner Shane Edgington. Can't wait. This is going to be a blast. He's probably still partying and celebrating. Hey, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us. If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, it'll ding every time we go on the air. You'll never miss a show. Grand Cities, they are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.